0: It's January 20th, 2012, and welcome to DOD This Week, a weekly podcast where we cover news from the DOD and around the world. Secretary of Defense Leon Panetta said Wednesday that sexual assault has no place in the military. The Secretary proposed four ways sexual assaults can be stopped in the Defense Department. The Pentagon Channel tells us more.
1: Our top story, Secretary of Defense Leon Panetta renews his push to decrease the number of sexual assaults in the military. For more on that, we turn to Staff Sergeant Josh Hauser. Thanks Petty Officer Wilkin, and that's right, a big important announcement from the Pentagon Wednesday where the Secretary of Defense laid forth four new proposals to eradicate sexual assault within the ranks and help those who have been victimized by it. Sexual assault has no place in this department.
2: It is an affront to the basic American values we defend, and it is a stain on the good honor of the great majority of our troops and and our families. We have to spare no effort in order to protect them against this heinous crime. One sexual assault is one too many.
1: The new policy is based off of two initiatives announced by the DOD back in December. Those included a policy that would enable service members who reported an assault to request an expedited transfer to a new duty station. It also standardized how long assault records would be held so victims would have extended access to those documents in order to file future claims through the Department of Veterans Affairs.
2: These two policies are the first of a broader package of proposals that we will be presenting in the coming months, many of which will require legislative action by the Congress.
1: The first of those proposals is the establishment of a sexual assault advocate certification program that will ensure advocates within the DOD are on par with national standards. Next, the secretary said military dependents, DOD civilians stationed abroad, and contractors in combat zones would qualify to file confidential reports and receive emergency care and advocate services. Mr. Panetta also said he has increased funding to train investigators and judge advocates, as well as create a comprehensive database to track reporting. Finally, he has ordered an assessment due in four months as to how we train our commanding officers and senior enlisted leaders concerning sexual assault prevention and response. These are important steps, but I want to be clear that this
2: is an ongoing effort that will remain a top priority. There is much more work to be done to prevent this crime. And we will be announcing additional initiatives over the coming weeks and months.
1: Secretary Panetta closed his remarks by saying he remains committed to providing victims of assault the support and resources they need and taking whatever steps necessary to prevent future assaults.
2: The United States military has a zero-tolerance policy for sexual assault and we will hold the perpetrators appropriately accountable. In a military force where the promise is to help each other in battle and to leave nobody behind, that promise must begin by honoring the dignity of every person on or off the battlefield.
0: For his full statement, visit DOD Live. Dot mil. The Army has announced it will remove two brigade combat teams from Europe. However, the Army will keep a strong presence there via rotational units. The move comes as the Defense Department plans to cut hundreds of billions of dollars from its budget over the next decade. Lieutenant General Mark Hurtling, commanding general of the U.S. Army Europe, explained the change:
2: Because Grafenbeer is our, our, our an enduring installation and we will have forces here and as you can tell looking around uh, the U.S. government has spent quite a bit of money over the last 10 years in building beer into this wonderful facility. This is an enduring installation. Uh, what I think will happen is this is one of the installations that we want to maintain the number of soldiers we have no matter what kind of units are here. Uh, so uh, you know we've got a lot of great facilities here so I want to make sure that we have as many soldiers possible stationed here as we can.
0: For more information, visit www.eur.army.mil or defense.gov. As the 2012 presidential election approaches, service members and dependents living abroad need to get familiarized with new absentee voting laws. The new rules laid out in the 2010 National Defense Authorization Act contain some significant changes from previous absentee voting regulations. Petty Officer Aidan Campbell brings us more from Misawa Air Base, Japan.
3: Absentee voting for military members and overseas voters has changed under the National Defense Authorization Act of 2010. With the new law, service members and overseas voters must re-register with their election authorities yearly instead of every other year, like under the previous law.
0: I would encourage uh, people to vote as soon or to register to vote as soon as possible. Uh, That way, if there is some kind of an issue, that uh, the local uh, election officials uh, can contact you and uh, you can resubmit a new form.
3: With the new law in effect, states are now required to send out absentee ballots at least 45 days before general elections to afford enough time for ballots to reach absentee voters. Additionally, provisions of the act also called for states to create voter registration and absentee ballot applications that are accessible online. These changes also apply to military dependents overseas.
0: The Federal Voting Assistance uh, Program website, FVAP.gov, um, it, it breaks it down It's very, very easy. So family members of service members can apply under the same uh, category.
3: The web address for the Federal Voting Assistance Program is www.FVAP.gov. I'm Petty Officer Aidan Campbell, Misawa Air Base, Japan.
0: For more information about voting as a service member or military family member, visit FVAP.gov. Army Chief of Staff General Ray Odierno visited posts in Hawaii recently. There, he visited with troops and met with Army leadership as well as members of the press to discuss the Army's role in the Pacific region. At Schofield Barracks, Hawaii, Tech Sergeant Michael Jackson has the story.
2: The Chief of Staff of the Army, General Raymond Odierno, visited several Army posts around Hawaii. He met with U.S. Army Pacific Commander, Lieutenant General Francis Wierzynski, and other Army leadership to discuss the Army's role in the region. General Odierno also held a press conference with some local media to explain U.S. strategy for the Pacific Theater in the future. Now that we're out of Iraq, and now that we're reducing our structure in Afghanistan, you'll see more of the CONUS Base Force who will be available to conduct operations in support of any of the combatant commanders, but also to support what's going on here in the the Pacific. The general's visit to Hawaii is part of an overall tour of military installations around the Pacific. Tech Sergeant Michael Jackson, Schofield Barracks, Hawaii.
0: On Wednesday, the Walter E. Washington Convention Center in Washington, D.C., played host to hundreds of private and public sector employers and thousands of veterans from the region looking for work. But this wasn't an ordinary job fair. Nearly 300 companies, and government agencies were on hand to interview candidates or provide veterans and service members with career counseling. In an interview with American Forces Press Service leading up to the event, Dennis May, Chief of Veterans Recruitment and Outreach for the VA Veterans Employment Service Office, explained more about the VA for Vets program. The new initiative pairs job-seeking veterans with coaches who help them build their resume and prepare for interviews.
2: We've got, uh, we're have got. we going to have coaches available to uh, assist veterans with uh, those who might need assistance with resume writing, uh, or, uh, interview techniques, and we've also got uh, classroom scheduled. We've got several classes. We'll be conducting uh, interview um, techniques classes, resume writing classes, as well as a, a, a class we're calling the Job Seeker Boot Camp, which is sort of a... Uh, conglomeration of both the resume and interview class, but also uh, helping veterans make that transition and transitioning service members to make that transition to the uh, uh, civilian workforce.
0: For more information about the job fair, visit dodlive.mil. For more information about the VA's upcoming job fairs and employment programs, visit www.vaforvets.va.gov. You've been listening to DOD This Week, news from the week of January 20th, 2012, brought to you from the Department of Defense. For links to these stories and more, please visit dodlive.mil.